Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema." I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about this movie titled Dur, a violent love story which was released on Christmas Eve 29 years ago. As I mentioned the byline says a violent love story in any day and age. If it's violent, darling, it's not love. If it's scary, it's not love. In my opinion, love is supposed to feel safe and comforting. This movie's story and screenplay are written by Hani Irani. She is also the mother of two Indian filmmakers, Zoya Akhtar and Farhan Akhtar. The dialogue is written by Javed Siddiqui and the movie is directed by Yash Chopra. The movie opens on a wide shot of lush green fields of Switzerland where Kiran is lying on the grass and reading Sunil's letter. It starts to rain and Kiran runs inside the barn. We see that someone is stalking her and watching her from outside the barn. When Kiran senses that she is being watched, she leaves. We see that the stalker left his mouth organ outside the barn. Back at the college, Kiran's friends inquire why her boyfriend Sunil hasn't arrived to get her home. We hear a PA announcement in a man's voice professing his love for Kiran. I think here the voice has been treated deliberately so that you can't figure whose voice it is. I am someone who can recognize Shaharukh's voice even in my sleep. And it definitely doesn't sound like Sunny Deol's voice who plays Sunil. Kiran mistakes this voice for Sunil. The song Jadoo Teri Nazar begins. The song is from the perspective of this character called Rahul who's a psychopath who has no understanding about the concepts of boundaries or consent. That's the reason the lyricist has written lines like Tu ha kar ya na kar tu hai meri kiran It totally aligns with Rahul's character and his feelings The antra that plays here goes something like Fasale aur kam ho rahe hain Dur se pas hum ho rahe hain मांगलूंगा तुझे आसमां से छीन लूंगा तुझे इस जहां से तू हां कर या ना कर तू हां कर या ना कर तू है मेरी किरण when you see a shot of a man playing the guitar you know it's shaharukh because of the hands and his fingers and the way he plays the guitar even though you can't see his face toward the end of the song when kiran barges into an empty classroom she finds the guitar on the chair and the blackboard with the text that reads i love you kiran kiran is amused and wondering why sunil didn't meet her kiran boards a train with her friends to get back home we see a shot of a man holding kiran's photograph and saying i love you kakka kiran The train leaves the station and when it enters a tunnel the screen fades to black. We hear a voiceover explaining how this love story has all the elements of all the iconic love stories like Leila Majnu, Romeo Juliet and He Ranjha. But this love story also has elements of fear or dar which is the film's title. The title sequence begins. Shahrukh Khan is actually the third villain in the film. 
Even though the film's story is about Shah Rukh's character Rahul's love and obsession for Kiran. Over the title sequence, we hear the second antra of the song Jadu Teri Nazar. In the audio cassette, this is actually the first antra of the song. It goes something like Mere khwabo ki tasveer hai tu Bekhabar meri takdeer hai tu Tu kisi aur ki ho na jana Kuch bhi kar jaunga mein diwana Tu haan kar ya na kar Tu haan kar ya na kar Tu hai meri kiran by the way, did you know the entire previous sequence was shot in Switzerland but passed off as Shimla? Sunil's introduction is over the theme music of the Hollywood movie Top Gun from 1986. Just like the character Lieutenant Pete Maverick Mitchell, Sunil too is a naval officer but is not a pilot. Sunil is assigned a mission to rescue a young girl from the terrorists. The Top Gun theme music extends over the rescue mission sequence. Post the success of the mission, Sunil surprises Kiran at her house. But Kiran is mighty upset because she believes Sunil visited Shimla and didn't meet her. When Sunil explains he was never in Shimla, Kiran wonders who the other guy was. The scene immediately cuts to Shah Rukh's introduction as he's walking on the rooftop's edge with his eyes shut. He plucks the petals of a rosebud trying to figure whether Kiran will be the love of his life. When the last rose petal remains, he realizes that Kiran will be the love of his life. He rejoices and announces the same to the world. It's also the first film where Shah Rukh's character name is Rahul. Rahul shows up outside Kiran's brother's house. He flashes a light on Kiran's face and professes his love for her in his signature style. I love you, Kiran. Of course, Kiran is scared. Any girl would be. Instead of comforting her and validating what she saw, Kiran's brother dismisses it saying it might be her delusion or misconception. Rahul calls up Kiran on the landline and repeats, I love you, Kiran. Kiran questions who is on the other line, but there's no answer. The next morning, Kiran receives some of her photographs in the mail. She's confused because she never posed for it or got them clicked. Her brother jokingly implies that it must be for someone who wanted to show it to their mother. Cut to Rahul speaking to his mother over the phone praising Kiran. We see Kiran's photograph projected on the walls of Rahul's room. Shah Rukh is so earnest in his performance in this scene that it doesn't come across as psychotic. Rahul's father also happens to be Sunil's work boss. When Rahul's father questions Rahul about who he was speaking to over the phone, he reveals that he was talking to his mother. In the following scene of Rahul's father with the doctor, we learn that Rahul's mother died in a car accident 18 years ago. So Rahul has not accepted the reality of his mother's demise and he needs therapy. Rahul's father is unaware and negligent at best. We now see Kiran in an elevator filled with people. Behind all those people in the elevator, there's Rahul stalking Kiran. As other people get off on various floors, in the end, only Rahul and Kiran are left in the elevator. Rahul starts to play with Kiran's dupatta. Kiran is sporting a pink dupatta while the dupatta in Rahul's hand is white. I don't know if it's a continuity error. Rahul ducks when he sees Sunil outside the elevator. 
Kiran leaves and Rahul does not have any white dupatta in his hand. I can't believe the scene where Rahul meets Sunil for the first time. He introduces himself as the lover, but not specifically of Kiran's. Rahul reveals he knows everything about Sunil because of his father, Captain Mehra, who has nothing but praises for him. Apart from all the creepy-ass stalker behaviour, Shah Rukh's performance of the lover is really heartfelt. On Kiran's birthday, when Rahul leaves the audio cassette playing in their house, the antra that plays here is the same antra that played over the title sequence in the beginning of the film. It's not even the same antra he was singing to her in Shimla, but Kiran understands that it's the same guy. Sunil grossly underestimates the cray-cray behaviour of Rahul. Kiran wants to meet her stalker as per Sunil's plan, but Rahul is two steps ahead of them. He's certain that it's a trap, but he still agrees to meet Kiran. At the holiday in poolside, you can see Anukapur's character Vicky seated right behind Kiran. Rahul is seated a little away. Rahul's monologue reveals he studied in the same college as Kiran, but was hesitant to profess his love for her. As Rahul approaches Kiran's table, he spots Sunil on the hotel patio. He was right indeed, it was a trap. Now Sunil and Kiran try to get cops help to trace Rahul's number. Rahul is aware of all their plans. Rahul calls Kiran and the police start to trace his number. My first reaction was, he's calling from inside the house and I was right. Over the phone call, Rahul promises Kiran to meet her at the holy party. At the holy party, Rahul arrives with a moustache and a dhol. Nobody, and I mean nobody, plays the dhol like Shah Rukh does, especially in Mohabbate during the title track. In fact, I can write an essay about Shah Rukh playing musical instruments in his films. He plays the musical instruments in such a way that it makes me believe he's playing them for real. He plays any and every musical instrument so passionately that I love him for it. That is my two-line essay for now. Toward the end of the holy party, when Rahul grabs Kiran's hand, she realizes he's the stalker. Kiran screams, Rahul runs away, and Sunil chases after him. During the chase sequence, I like that Rahul pulls up an ice lolly cart to stop Sunil from chasing him. But it doesn't stop Sunil from chasing him, instead it gives him ammunition. Sunil picks up a bottle from the same ice lolly cart, aims it at the stalker, and hurts him. I can't digest Rahul's audacity. When Sunil loses the stalker at the Juhu beach because it's crowded, Rahul appears out of nowhere pretending to want to play holy with Sunil. Like I had mentioned earlier, Rahul's father is pretty negligent toward him. In this story, Rahul's father is the main villain. If he would have taken Rahul to therapy 18 years ago, he would have healed from the grief of his mother's demise. What is grief if not love persevering? Maybe Rahul was looking for love and he thought Kiran is the person who could provide him the love and comfort he's seeking. Grief is hard. Getting over grief is even harder. Healing is not linear. It's one step forward and two steps backward. Healing takes time and those 18 years would have surely come in handy for Rahul's recovery. Sunil and Kiran's brother think that if Kiran gets married, the stalking would definitely stop. Oh lord, what do I do with these men and their short-sightedness? Marriage is not a solution for everything. Sunil, Kiran and Kiran's sister-in-law are shopping at a jewellery store. When they step out, Rahul shoots at Sunil. The jewellery store that they've shown is actually located in Bandra of Mumbai. 
Sunil chases after the shooter from Bandra to Juhu Beach, which is approximately five and a half kilometers or 3.4 miles. They continue the chase back in the narrow lanes of Bandra. How are they not tired? Sunil almost catches hold of the shooter, but the shooter gets away when a car bangs into Sunil, leaving him hurt on the side of the road. Rahul not only visits Sunil in the hospital, but he also helps the cops with the height description. Kiran plans to leave the city and Sunil for good because her presence in his life is hurting him. Sunil stops Kiran from leaving the city and gets married to her. When the couple move into their new home, they find the place ransacked. Kiran is not just scared, which is the title of the film, but she's traumatized. She loses her grip on reality. Sunil and Kiran plan to go on their honeymoon. They pretend that they're going to Goa, but instead they go to Switzerland. Rahul is trying to find out their honeymoon destination. He manipulates the airline staff to get the information. During his search in Goa, Rahul bumps into an old college friend, Vicky. Vicky reminds Rahul that all of Rahul's letters for Kiran are still in his possession. Vicky's liver is failing and he wants Rahul to mercy kill him. Rahul sees this as an opportunity to frame Vicky as Kiran's stalker. In one of the sequences on their honeymoon in Switzerland, you can spot Kiran sporting the DDLJ hat with the feather on one side. Who knew back then that it was going to be iconic in the year 1995? When Sunil and Kiran learn about Vicky's suicide and that he was Kiran's stalker, Sunil recalls seeing Vicky seated behind Kiran's table by the poolside. Both Kiran and Sunil breathe a sigh of relief. Vicky's death helps Rahul figure out that Sunil and Kiran are in Switzerland. He stalks the couple for a while. Kiran gifts Sunil a watch with a feature that can signal them their partner's location. I instantly knew this would come in handy during the climax. Rahul casually bumps into Kiran and Sunil, pretending that he's on a business trip. Kiran recognizes Rahul from her college days. Rahul starts to spend all his time with the couple henceforth. Now, my most favorite song from the album begins. The song is called Tu Mere Samne and it's a dream sequence. I love this song because of Bakshi Saab's wonderful lyrics and Shah Rukh's performance of a passionate lover. His performance in the song makes me believe that he's genuinely and deeply in love. No wonder he's the king of romance today. This song is solely responsible for selling Rahul's love story to me. Shah Rukh playing the piano in the rain is so authentic. Juhi has 11 costume changes throughout the song. In contrast, Shah Rukh rocks the song in just one outfit, that is black jeans and a multicolored shirt. My favorite lines of the song are from the second antra which goes like Is kahani ke is jawani ke sau saal hai Ye tere pyaar ke char pal Zindagani ke sau saal hai I had this thing in my mind that if I ever receive an award for my work, I had this thing in my head if I ever receive an award for my work, I'm going to sing the opening lines of the song to the award. It's stupid but it's true. After the song, because some people eve-tease Kiran, Sunil and Rahul beat them up. Sunil is shocked to witness Rahul's cray-cray behavior. Sunil's suspicion is confirmed when he learns from Kiran's brother that Rahul visited their house in their absence. Sunil now wonders why is he in Switzerland and has met them. Sunil puts two and two together and realizes that Rahul is the real stalker. 
When Rahul wakes up the following day, Sunil plays the Jadu Teri Nazar tune on the mouth organ. Rahul searches the entire cottage but Sunil and Kiran are not around. Rahul runs to escape the sound of the mouth organ playing the tune of Jadu Teri Nazar. So when Rahul is at the cottage, he's sporting brown shoes. But when he passes the fields, he's wearing white shoes. Later, Rahul crosses the river and the shoes turn brown again. After a while, the shoes turn white. Sunil appears from behind the tree playing the tune Jadu Teri Nazar on the mouth organ. Rahul is startled because his secret is out. When the climax fight begins, Rahul is seen wearing brown shoes again. Sunil makes Rahul confess to his crimes. When Sunil beats Rahul incessantly, his lines are ADR'd. When Rahul apologizes, it sounds pretty sincere, but he's only manipulating Sunil. Rahul stabs Sunil with a dagger and flees. Kiran is waiting for Sunil on a yacht. In the wide shot, you can see that Kiran is not sporting that wristwatch with the signal feature. It appears later on her wrist. Rahul arrives at the yacht and breaks the news of Sunil's death. Kiran faints listening to this news. Rahul sprinkles water on Kiran's face to wake her up. I never expected Rahul to raise his hand on Kiran. Kiran steals the yacht keys and locks herself in a room on the yacht. It transitions from day to night. Kiran finally receives a signal from Sunil's watch. Rahul almost breaks the door of the yacht room. Sunil arrives at the yacht to rescue Kiran. Rahul and Sunil fight each other. Kiran wants Sunil to kill Rahul and Rahul can't believe his ears. He's absolutely devastated. Sunil shoots at Rahul three times. Rahul apologizes to Kiran for harassing her. He never thought in his wildest of dreams that she would want him to die. She must really hate him for wanting him to die. Rahul finally sees the error of his ways. When he breathes his last, a slow version of Jadu Teri Nazar plays in the background. If it were me, I would have played a slow version of these lines. Dil to dete hain aashik sabhi Jaan bhi tujhko de dunga mein His unprocessed grief led to his obsession with Kiran. His obsession led to stalking and some really questionable behavior, which in no way is justified in the name of love. If it weren't for Shah Rukh's power-packed performance, I would have never believed his love for Kiran. That's why my choice were those lines from the song to play in the background when he dies. Because in his head, he really did love her. And when he learns she hates him and wants him to die, he accepts his death. I've heard a story that the makers wanted the protagonist to shut Rahul's eyes post his death. To reiterate the fact that even though the protagonist killed him, he is still human. But things didn't quite pan out. I can neither confirm nor deny if that story is true. For confidentiality reasons, I can't tell you where I heard the story from. The movie doesn't end there in the wake of the night. Sunil and Kiran return to India. Kiran's brother and his wife arrive at the airport to receive them. It's a day scene and the tone is supposed to be light-hearted as they poke fun at Rahul. Yes, Chopra, the filmmaker, had this rule to end his movies on a day scene because it instills a sense of hope in the audience. Many filmmakers across the world follow a similar rule including the Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige. Or so I've heard. Shah Rukh stole the show with his outstanding performance. 
he was even nominated for his role. When it was required, Shah Rukh was terrifying as Rahul, but he also played the part of the lover with earnestness. His character loved and lost because of his actions. Like they say, it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. And it's best to listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.